Welcome to Approved with Megan and Wendy, the podcast where we each share one item we're using and loving every single week. We're your hosts. I'm Megan Samarin. I'm Wendy Nielsen. If the podcast is over in 10 minutes with us just isn't enough, please follow us on Instagram. We are at Megan and Wendy. We want to know what you are using and loving. Send us your emails, Wendy at gmail.com or tag us on Instagram. We are at mm. Megan and Wendy. And if you want even more episodes from us, we'd love to have you join our Patreon community where we drop brand new episodes every Monday. We talk pop culture. We talk life in general. It's a good time over there. Give that a listen. All right, Wendy, what do you have this week? Well, you know, Megan, I am influenced by a lot of things. And I saw an Instagram ad featuring one Miss Sarah James. Mm. And she was promoting this product And I was like, you know what? I got to have it because her skin looks amazing. It is the Dream Beam SPF 40. Is that the brand Dream Beam? You know what? No, it's not. It is the Kosas Dream Beam SPF 40. It's like a, what they call it, SPF skincare meets dreamy makeup prep. Like a primer plus SPF. Exactamundo. And if you remember... Sarah James is very into clean, clean beauty. Yes. And this is not why I bought it. I bought it because I feel like she wears a very minimal makeup face and I like how it looks. Yeah. It looks very, she has a real classically beautiful look. That's why I was like, I got to have it. I must Mm -hmm. have it. Anyway, I really like it. It comes in, it's, it's pretty small. It's not like a a huge product. I had been playing with it. Initially, I was like using it as like a primer prep because I already have an SPF that I enjoy using. So I'm kind of like layering. So I do my SPF first and then I layer this on top, but I'm not putting this like on my full face. You know what I mean? Kind of just hitting it in the areas where I want to hit it at. Where you would do place you know a what primer? I mean? Yeah, so I still want SPF like on my cheeks, uh, you know, like near my ears. I'm not putting this primer in that area. Are you doing that to save the product so you don't use so much of it? No, no. It's just because it has a little bit of a a glow. Yeah, it has like a hue, like a peachy pink hue to it that I don't feel like needs to be on my entire face only in like the areas I really kind of want it to be. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I was doing that initially. And then over the weekend, I thought, hmm, this isn't really cutting it primer wise for me in terms of like, I have like, I have like really large pores and there is a primer that I enjoy more. So I now have, am doing my SPF then my regular primer that I like. And then what I'm doing with this is I'm just mixing a little bit of it with my foundation. And it's just giving me that little bit of like a little dreamy radiant finish. Do you know what I mean? I do. So, so far I really like it. It is $40. It is expensive, but I like that it, because I like that sort of luminous Look, I don't like a matte foundation look. Mm-hmm. I think it I think it makes me look a lot older. So this gives me that nice, pretty, like radiant finish, but it's not like I got highlighter all over my face. 
I don't think $40 is an extravagant price for a non-drugstore. I mean, it's SPF 40. I would consider it a sunscreen. Yeah. Right? It has some makeup benefits to it. But if you look at Super Goop Glow Screen or the Elta MD, both of which I own and love, those are both in the $40 range. And the best SPF is the one you're going to use. Yeah, I know. But I don't think you would use this on your entire face either. You don't? No. Mm-mm. Interesting. Well, I'm in a phase with my skin. My skin is so angry right now. So angry. I've used a few new products. I don't know which is the culprit or maybe it's a combo. So I have taken everything out of my skincare routine that's not something I've used for a long time. And my skin always takes a long time to recover. Whenever I have like a breakout or irritation, it takes honestly a full two weeks to kind of cycle everything out of my skin. So I'm in that annoying in-between phase where my skin has a ton of texture, it's very red, it's very irritated, and when I get in phases like that, I I go full in on looking for new skincare replacements, because I'm like, mm-hmm. surely there must be something better. I'm about to embark on a Paula's Choice journey, so I will <gasps> keep you updated. I just saw that they have a new product out. I can't remember what it is, but I was like, <laughs> I saw the commercial for it last night during the Grammys, maybe? And I was oh. like, I must have it. <laughs> new skincare products on their websites. Their Mandelic Acid. Oh, their Barrier that- Repair Advanced Moisturizer. No, I think it was the Mandelic Acid. Because oh, I was yeah. like, what is that? I don't think I've it's ever It's a combination of, of Mandelic Acid plus Lactic Acid. So I am going to be trying their Calm line, which is designed for redness and rosacea. My skin's very irritated in that line. They also have a 1% BHA. And I swear... I swear, I used to love the Paula's Choice 1% BHA, and I am convinced they got rid of it. It's back. So whether it went away and came back, I don't know, but I used to love that product. So I'll report back because I need to do some repairing of my skin. Exciting. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. My product, I went a little bit rogue because this is not a product you can buy, but it is something I use every day in my life. We've mentioned it. I've mentioned it many times. I talk about it in Pop Culture Club. I talk about it all the time. And that is the app Libby. And I feel like this app needed its own moment, not a throwaway moment, but one where I try and sell people on why you need it. Because my experience is people either know it, love it, or they're shocked by what this app can do. Okay? Okay. Libby is an app that is designed for you to check out ebook and audiobook material from your library. It's free. The app is free. Obviously, using your library is free. You can link multiple library cards to it. I'm going to talk in a minute about library cards. But what I love about having multiple library cards is if I search for a book and I want to check out that book, it will tell me if the wait time is shorter at one of my other linked libraries, or Mm. perhaps it's available now, which I love. You do not need a Kindle. Now, I read on my Kindle. You can link, when you check out a book via Libby, you can have the option to read the book directly on your device, or you can have it sent to a Kindle or a Kindle app. 
So I hate reading on my phone, but some people don't mind it. They use the Kindle app on their phone or the Kindle app on their iPad. Both of those are completely free and you can read that way. Or again, you can have it sent to your Kindle device. You can listen to audiobooks. You listen directly in the Libby app. You can speed up the audiobook, which I always do because I find <laughs> most audiobook narrators to speak entirely too slowly. I love it. I used to use the Overdrive app. I was a reluctant transfer to the Libby app. It's still not 100% of what Overdrive used to be for me. It has one feature that I find to be missing a little bit, but it's great. You do not need to be spending a fortune on books. Now let's talk library cards because Wendy and I live in Orange County and I'm going to tell you the Orange County library ebook and audiobook system sucks. For the number of cities that this library system covers, the selection is abysmal. It is <laughs> truly terrible. So you can get library cards for places that you do not live. And I'm going to share a link with Wendy to add to our show notes. It's by Jansen over at Everyday Reading. And it is a full list state by state of where you can get a non-resident library card. And some of them, for example, in California, all California residents can get an LA library card. San Diego County, all California residents can get a San Diego County library card. That's listed state by state. Some states, you don't have to be a resident of the state to get a library card. Some states allow you to pay to have a library card. And you're thinking, why would I do that? Well, for $30 to have a free catalog of ebooks and audiobooks, you might want to do it for some places. Yeah, for sure. I also have access to the Broward County and Harris County libraries, both of which allow free access. So I check out books from those places as well. So if you think, I've got one library card, but the wait is always so long, check this list out because you might want to add a few library cards to your collection. I love Libby so much. I guess you do. And if you're like, I don't understand it, hopefully now you do. What do you mean I can read ebooks for free? Because lots of people are like, I never want to have to drive a book back to the library. And I hear you. That is one of my least favorite things to do. And thank goodness, during COVID, our library eliminated late fees and kept that policy going forward because I could spend an absolute fortune on library late fees previously. That's awesome. That okay. is awesome. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of Approved. Tag us in your Instagram post. Let us know what you're using and loving. And if you love this podcast, we love your five-star ratings and reviews. You can leave them in the podcast app of your choice. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.